I know. Now, now, midline. Break. Ready. Set. Jason got my partner JC to my right. We gonna get right into it, man. Yeah, um, the white sweater, crazy. Yeah, man, all white. Gotta give him the all white today. We gonna jump in, man. The Bucks rocking their nice unis. I like them. Took down the Giants, man. Twenty five to twenty three. Mm-hmm. A lot closer than a lot of to us thought it would be. A lot closer than you thought it would be. Yeah, um, two point conversion away. They could have done it. Which a flag was thrown and then picked up on it. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know if you felt it was warranted or you know. I I I liked it. I liked it. I liked to know. I liked the pickup of the flag. I, I thought it would have been a bailout for a a bad throw by Daniel Jones. Frankly, um, it wasn't a good throw. Um, if if you read the receiver, you know there's no pass interference. The receiver had to come back to it. The defender's playing the ball. I liked it. Um, but yeah, that that that's what it took for them to get escape out of um, out of East Rutherford, man, New Jersey. They got the win though. It's not always gonna be pretty, so uh, I have no problem with it, man. How you like it? Well, it was alright. You know what I'm saying? It was, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Tampa Bay now. They have hot and cold weeks. This was not a good win for me, you know. But it's still the NFL. You can get them uglies or whatever. They've had an interception in seven straight games with their defense stepping up. I don't know how you feel about Rob scoring three straight games. I like it. Continue. I like it because I think that, I mean, they brought him there to be a safety blanket. I like it, and I think that bodes well in the future because we know how Tom is. is you know, when he has that safety blanket and Rob that he can count on, um, and that looks what he had, looks like what he has now. So your point is not looking too good. They have beat the Broncos, Panthers, Chargers. Raiders and the Giants. Their biggest win is the Packers. You know the pa- and that was a beatdown. That wasn't just a win. It was an all sides domination of a team that we think you know is a contender, one of the top AFC teams. But I think your answer will be. I think your question will be answered, maybe a little bit this Monday night. They lost to the Saints to start the season off. We all chalked it up to you know, there's no preseason. Tom Brady, new team, Eric. You know, a lot of factors. We 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 gave him pass on that. Antonio Brown's there this week. You know what I'm saying? I think Michael Thomas will be back. Antonio Brown's there for Tampa Bay. Um, I think this is a measuring stick for both teams. So we'll see. But um, I, I, listen, I like Tampa Bay. I think their, de- their defense is legit. Again, I know it was an ugly win against the Giants. Hey, hey that's, two, that's like two straight. Hey, see? It's difficult, man. It's not it's it's typical. <laughs> you know, forgot two straight weeks. You know, forgot. But um, I I hear what you're saying <laughs> about uh, uh um about the Giants, you know what I'm saying, and um uh, um scoring 23 points on on the Buccaneers, but I think Tampa Bay will be okay, and I, I like them moving forward, especially when you're adding um Antonio Brown to that nucleus, man. I like it. So good win for him, man. You gotta win the ugly games. You you gotta win the you know the blowouts, the pretty games. You just you just gotta win. Yeah, you just gotta win. Well, this Thursday, man. Yeah, 
Aaron Rodgers' four and six career record against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. What do you think about his chances this week? Uh, it's in Levi Stadium in San Francisco. I like his chances this week, though, because, man, San Francisco is just one to close their facility um, this third uh, today. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still saying that. Um, test. They're still going to go forward with the, uh, you know, the Thursday night game. But I'm going Green Bay because, man, San Francisco's coming in this one just hobbling. They're, they're hobbling into this one. Their injury report is, is, is very, very lengthy. And especially, you know, forget lengthy, key players are on there. Um, no Jimmy G, no uh, no George Kittle, Jimmy the Forty Nine. I mean Jimmy the Packers, and I think it might be Bill. I think it gets ugly. Definitely, I think it gets ugly. So give me the Packers, and they're coming off you know coming off a loss that you can call ugly to the Minnesota Vikings. So um, I, I think they're they're gonna come out with some type of fashion. Mm-hmm. So give me Packers, man. Give me Packers. Give me Packers. I got the Packers as well. Yes, sir. But last week, man, college football. Former's man, Devontae Smith, 203 yards, four touchdowns. Crazy game. Nick Starkle also, he had 467 yards and five touchdowns. It was a big game. I mean, big game last week. What do you think? Well, actually, forget that. Tonight, I know you said uh, big games last week, but out of the, who was most disappointing for you last week, man? Who were you most disappointed by last, uh, last week? Well, aside from Iowa mm-hmm. dropping the ball, we're zero and two now. <laughs> we're gonna look for zero and three. Maybe we're gonna finally get your boy Kirk, man. Maybe this Captain Kirk. Nah, I don't want. I mean, nah, he's a legend. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I know, but there, listen, man, we'll have this conversation later, man. I love him too, but he gotta go. I don't know, man. We can't find him. If you fire him, then his damn son's gonna be the damn coach. That's <laughs> how small yeah, Iowa man. is, man. Uh, who am I most disappointed, uh, disappointed in? Biggest disappointment last week. I don't know, man. I can't really say Penn State because I'm, I'm actually glad that they stepped up a little bit and they didn't roll over to Ohio State true, true, to score true. some. True. Okay, okay, okay. What about you? <laughs> man, man, man. It's, uh, it's split, man. My, my biggest disappointment is split. Kinda didn't want to choose this team as the biggest disappointment. Well, your team. But no, nah, my team is the biggest surprise to me. Probably be number six, Oklahoma State, baby. But I think we gotta call it, man. Michigan. I went on a rampage last week about what if they lose to Ohio State. Um. Didn't I say that they were gonna uh, lose? To I think you might have called it, but I, I mean, I told you. listen. He, they just lost to he Michigan State. Just lost to Michigan State, who had previously, the week before, been beaten by Rutgers, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I don't I, I don't get it. Michigan, biggest disappointment of the week. And I think their season, it's my bold prediction, I think their season will continue to spiral downhill. I think things will just unravel. I think this is an overrated Michigan. team because of Jim Harbaugh. You know what I'm saying? You think he should just come back to the NFL? You think all he's doing is mentally? Or, or as an assistant or something? Head coach, assistant, something. Just not this. Could be a Cowboys coach, if anything. Just not that. Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not go there, guys. But yeah, that was my biggest disappointment. But um, some other scores. That'd be the only disappointment from that week. If there was one. North Carolina upset by Virginia, number 15. They've definitely taken a slide. I know you remember us talking about them being top five. 
at points by 10. Now they're at 15, going to slide back. They lost 44-41, man. That was a nail-biter as well. At number 16, Kansas State got mollywhopped by West Virginia, 37-10. to 10. Uh, Jared Diaz at 22, 22 for 34, 301 yards and two touchdowns, man. You think about the rankings. Clemson's still number one out there. Alabama number two. Ohio State number three. Notre yeah. Dame number four. And that's something to talk about as well. I have no I I I, I guess Alabama should have jumped Clemson, I guess, if we're going on the the, the the pretty scale and how pretty you win by week by week. I, I guess that's what they do. So I mean Well Alabama had twenty nine votes and Clemson had thirty three. So okay, so it was close. People probably gave Clemson a pass, no Trevor Lawrence. I can I'll ask you, how do you think Trevor Lawrence fares? Or I know excuse me, how do you think Clemson fares this weekend? Going up against Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame might have to uh, get this uh, win and sneak it in. You'd have to. Yeah. With Trevor Lawrence out, you have to take advantage of this. Based on, I mean, okay, I get, you know, things might pick up next week um, with with DJ Umbagelli at at, um, quarterback. I don't, I still don't think that's going to be enough. Um, I, I think Notre Dame will beat them because, man, this was, Syracuse always plays them tough. I know that they beat them a couple years ago when they were number one, but I just don't see the consistency, you know, from the quarterback position that I think that they're going to need going up against Notre Dame. Etienne's going to have a way bigger, has going to have to have a way bigger way game. Way bigger, way bigger. And he only had 224 yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns. He needs to go crazy. It's going to be tough. Who are some other top performers, man? Um, Desmond Ritter. 20, 21 for 26. He's out of Cincinnati. Uh, 271 yards, three touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns. They took an L this Still weekend. Still lost. No, yeah, they took, yeah, they took an L this weekend, unfortunately, for them. No, I think Memphis actually lost this week. No, yeah, Memphis, yeah, Memphis, Memphis lost. Memphis, yeah. Memphis got beat down. Um, man, look, Notre, again, I'm going to go back to Notre Dame real quick, y'all, just because they only, they've allowed the most points is 26 points they've allowed. Um, this year, granted, their opponents haven't been juggernauts, but again, a backup quarterback and you're going to be in Notre Dame, I don't like it. I don't like it. They're still the underdogs on DraftKings, you yep, guys. They're going, and they probably will be. Should we, are we going to have time on Friday to run these down, or should we run them down real quick? Let's speed run speed run. It's, it's, the, it's college day. It's college yes, sir. It's, oh, and quick note, the MAC, the one, the Pac-12 is back this weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. And tonight, the Mac returns um, to football Return tonight. Yes, Mac. sir. So tonight, I'll get the Mac games out the way. Tonight, Eastern Michigan taking on Kent State. Western Michigan taking on Akron. We got Buffalo, Northern Illinois. Ohio State, Central Michigan. Ball State, Miami of Ohio. And Bowling Green taking on Toledo, man. So the Mac is back. If anybody, you know, any of your teams in there, Eastern, Eastern Michigan, Kent State, Max back, but Miami takes on NC State this weekend, number eleven. And the big game, BYU number nine versus mm-hmm. Boise State number twenty-one. Yes, sir. You see upset set or no? Um, Boise State taking on no. I think Zach Wilson. Look, he's been dynamic at the quarterback position for BYU, and I think he continues to be dynamic at the quarterback position as well as Dax Milan. Six touchdowns on, uh, on seven hundred six receiving yards this year for BYU. You see Michigan losing again to Indiana? Michigan, I do. Michigan's losing to Indiana. Indiana, number 13 at 2-0. They take down Michigan. Mm-hmm. 
Texas is going to beat up West Virginia. Um, I hope so. Again, I just told you West Virginia took down number 16, Kansas State, last week. Beat them. Beat them down. So, um, hopefully so. But put, put your money on Texas. Huge game at 330. Number 8, Florida versus number 5, Georgia. This is huge, man. It Florida might sneak this out. Battle between the hedges. But I'm going Georgia. I think Georgia's, I think they're the better team. Why you say that? Um, I think Florida will have trouble on the defensive side of the ball. Um, stopping Georgia. I just think Georgia has more weapons on the outside. Give me Georgia. What do you think? Um, I do not root for Iowa State, but oh. that is still the home state. They're oh. going against Baylor, their number 17. He's rooting for him. Hey. He's rooting for him. Hawkeyes, man, you let me down yeah, for a little season, man. Let me go ahead and go, go, you know what I'm saying, to Ames real quick. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? My cousin went to the school, mm-hmm. so I can, you know what I'm saying, I can grab his gear a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do with the boy. I don't know what we're going to do with him. Hey man, Iowa State's not doing so bad here. You can't complain. They're four and two. Let's see how that goes. The big one this weekend: Clemson, Notre Dame, number four versus number one. Yeah. It just sucks that you know we are without um, Trevor Lawrence. It's actually gonna make it a little bit more entertaining, man. <laughs> that game would have been forty-eight to twenty-three. I don't think so. I definitely don't think so. Oh, I, no, that man. definitely would have been a game. I like Trevor I think Lawrence. Be Dame killing these people, man. I think Notre Dame is. But I'm going to give y'all some Pac-12 since they back this weekend real quick. I know y'all happy we get Pac-12 after dark. Pac-12 after dark. My voice is cracking. Everybody's going to be up on this side. (laughs) Arizona State taking on number 20 USC. You got Arizona taking on Utah. UCLA takes on Colorado. Stanford takes on number 12 Oregon. Washington State takes on Oregon State. That's at 1030. And Washington takes on California. That's on ten thirty. Even if you're not up, I just know you. I know you just miss being in the crib, man, on Saturday night and just knowing that at twelve o'clock there's still yeah, a definitely. game on ESPN that you could just, man, let me just cut this. Game. I forgot. And to the mention, game is always crazy. It's always some crazy stuff happening. I forgot to mention Tua's little brother and Jake Funk, the running back from UMB, with that uh, incredible comeback. Yes, two hundred and sixteen yes. yards. Yes, how could we forget Tua? You think that they continue? I don't. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't I know. That. I'm gonna just call him Tua, little baby man. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought you knew how to pronounce it. That's New Siri. I'm not even gonna try. It took it took me long enough to learn. Took a look. Tungo Bailoa. First of all, I still don't know. I, I didn't say it so long. I still don't know how to say it. Tungo Bailoa. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, they had a big comeback. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think that they will come come back and win again? Maryland they takes on Penn comeback. State this weekend. Penn State. Um, not ooh, happening. Man. Uh, I'm going to be real with y'all. Maryland, Upset City! <laughs> upset City! They're gonna do it. It's Upset City! Let's go! Now look, I think Maryland upsets. I think they upset Penn State. I think so too. They're though. going into Death Valley. I don't think it matters. I think they upset Penn State. Upset City. Penn State is sitting at 0 2. I think they might still be shocked from their first loss of the season. Um, You know, they got. They kind of hung in there, but they got beat down um, um, last weekend. I think that my Maryland escapes with a W from from Happy Valley. That's a Death Valley, excuse me, from Happy Valley. Um, Penn State is going to have a bad, bad start to the season. 
Give me Maryland, man. I could I I think I think Maryland's dynamic on offense. I don't think I think they, you know, defensively, I know they lost forty three to three against Northwestern. I don't give them that was the first game of the season. I I I chalk that up to that. But I think they are dynamic offensively. My question is defensively. Um will they ever be able to stop somebody? Talia. Talia. That's his name. Tulia. Tulia. Tulia Tagavaloa. Tulia Tagavaloa. There you go. I think that he'll be able to produce enough, um, you know, enough explosive plays to pull off an upset, man. So give me Maryland. I wonder where he was last year. Let me see. Was he in Maryland last year? Um, I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't believe so, though. Um, was he in Maryland? Who knows? But, listen, he's going to get it done. He's going to get it done. Anyway. What you got, man? Sports betting is uh, legal now in yes, Maryland. Yes, yes. Sports betting is definitely legal in Maryland. Might take us, take us a few months. Gunshots by a ball. You can celebrate. You can celebrate. By a ball. Before we get up out of here. What you got for me? The trade spotlight, man. The Dolphins are sending wide receiver Isaiah Ford to the New England Patriots for a six-round pick. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. How do you... Who didn't make any moves, man? How do you, how do you feel about some contending teams that didn't make any moves at this at the trade deadline? What do you you know? Um, how you feel about that? Repeat that again. How you feel about some of the contending teams that you know you felt maybe could have went out and got a player at the trade deadline that didn't that could have maybe you know pushed them over the top? Well, which ones in particular? Um, which ones? Oh, I'll give you the Packers for one. How do you feel about the Packers maybe still not going out there and just trying to get somebody on the offensive side of the ball, just another playmaker. Like a running back? Um, running back, wide receiver, just somebody else out there. I know Aaron Jones has been um, has been out for a little while. Um, so how do you feel maybe with the Packers? Maybe about a team like Baltimore. Baltimore, not going after a wide receiver. They have the fewest receiving yards in the NFL. And we've seen over the past couple of weeks their offensive struggles. Lamar Jackson. Three, four tight ends. That's cool. Who cares? It, it, no, they need some more dynamic receivers. I think even Hollywood Brown had put out a tweet. I think it was even still during the game. Um, 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 a, you know, just uh, voicing his displeasure. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I think Baltimore for sure. He's listen. He said this is after the Ravens lost. It's two or one p.m. The game kicked off at one. It's halftime. What's the point of having soldiers when you never use them? And parentheses never with exclamation points. So he's voicing his displeasure in the Ravens' lack of the passing game. So I just felt like they were the Packers, more so the Ravens. Um, I thought definitely could have um, gone out and tried to make some moves. The Packers um, definitely because uh, Aaron Jones is out. Mm-hmm. The rookie running back uh, tested positive, A.J. Dillon. Yep, and Jamal out. Williams, their backup, it was in close contact with him. So they're all three out. Yeah. Uh-uh, that's what I'm saying. So I don't. For me, and then what? Yeah, I, well, I think I the Packers were. Yeah. I, I mainly brought. I think the Ravens was my main point here because um, I just. You said the Packers was your main point. No, the Ravens. I think the Packers. The Packers, in my opinion, will be able to get by because of the man at quarterback. Um, I think that he'll be able to get by because of the man at quarterback. I feel like the Ravens will be alright. Um, I don't. 
I don't because they've only lost to the Steelers and the Chiefs. And but yeah, I'm not talking about their losses. Even in their wins, the passing game still it's it's not what you want to see out of a out of a team that in the playoffs the past two years you know has come up short because of their passing game. So we get we know the Ravens are gonna have a good record. That's not you know that's not what we're what we're you know worried about. We know they're gonna be a top team. They should they're gonna win games. But we want is is the passing game progressing? Because we know when you run into the Chiefs or you run who who else we got coming out this this unit? The Pittsburgh Steelers have been known to put up points where they just I mean, lost the Steelers, to. Chiefs, the you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're gonna have to be able to put points up, and we've seen we've seen against these teams, and even like I said in wins. And listen, yeah, throughout the course of the season, they have the fewest passing yards, the fewest receiving yards as a team right now. Something has to change, man. So I just feel like they could have been a little bit more aggressive. Um, I might even throw the Packers up in there. Uh, who else we got? Who else we got that could have made a maybe a little move to to bolster them top? Maybe even the Saints, even with having Emmanuel Sanders and, and Mike Thomas in and out of the lineup so much. Maybe even the Saints trying to go get uh, another playmaker on offense, um, especially knowing Antonio Brown. So I just thought it was a very quiet trade deadline. I don't know if it was COVID related or not. I just thought it was, you know, it was quiet, but we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Well, guess who is the damn passing leader? Um. In yards. Oh, oh, I know Joe Burrow. Nah. Oh. Number no. three, Matt Ryan is number one out oh, there. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> two thousand four hundred sixty-two yards, only the, twelve touchdowns. That's what he does. He he slings it, bro. He slings the ball. That's what he does. Patrick Mahomes behind him with 21 touchdowns, and Joe Burrow is trailing 11 touchdowns to that guy. What, what, what number is Joe Burrow? 2,000, uh, number three in, uh, um, in the yards, 2,272, 11 touchdowns only. And Tom Brady is right behind him with 20 yards, uh, 20 touchdowns. Okay. Josh Allen comes in at number five in yards, but 16 touchdowns. Mm. Russell Wilson has killed off, but he, he has, still has his touchdowns. He has tallied off a little bit in the past couple. But like you said, he still has a touchdown. I think um, he had 26 through the first seven games. Okay. One short of Tom Brady's record in 2007. Mm. I think he had 50 that year. Turning off a little bit. The, um, the, the, who was that? Excuse me, man. The Chicago Bears. Believes better on receiver Ted Ginn. So I did just bring up a couple teams who I thought could use some help. Maybe not via the trade, but via the waiver wire. Um, you know, if you grab Ted Ginn, he's still a very, you know, serviceable receiver that can be of help. So, you know, some other guys out there. We shall see, man. We'll see. And a little bit of NBA news real quick. I think players, unfortunately, they don't agree. They don't want it. But I think they, believe it, the league is leaning toward December 22nd start um, instead of a January or later start, which is what the players are pushing for. Because they think that December 22nd is just too early. Um, so that's what but the league has cited the financial reasons, point blank period. They lost too much money because of the pandemic. Lost too much money because of the China fiasco and Daryl Morey. And I think if they, if the season doesn't start in December and they push it back to January, I think they're set to lose like $1 billion. And they might lose like a... One or one billion or more through this season because they don't anticipate having fans at any part of the season in the stadium. So yeah. without the fan revenue, 
You know what I'm saying? That's that's why they have to start in December this year. Because without the fan revenue, and then you're missing out on, you know, Christmas games and those things as well. They just feel like it's not viable. So we'll keep an eye on that. And there's something else. One more thing. Worst case scenario, both sides can't agree. The lockout. They tear up the CBA. So we will have you guys, you know, we'll stay tuned and watch that closely. Do y'all think basketball is coming back? I think soon? the players will fold, man. Once I, you tell, the, play, once so you tell the players, man, their money's on the line, they're just going to fold. Oh, they know their money's on the line. They definitely know. I think for them, it's just like, dang, man. I mean, look, they're holding team calls today. Right back to work. Um, um, yeah, they're getting, they're getting team calls today, and I think they're expected to get a consensus on approving a December 22nd tip-off, which means uh, that they are. You know, you should get free Christmas and then Christmas games. Um, Sheesh. Yes, sir. In the bubble? Um, I no, not no. I don't think it's gonna be in the. I don't think it's gonna be in a bubble environment anymore. I think it might just be back to regular arenas. But I don't think that it's gonna be with fans. You feel me? I don't. I don't know if we're gonna have a bubble. That's that's another great question. Are we doing a bubble for eighty-two games? Like, is that what's gonna happen? You got anything else for you? Mm. Nothing else? Alright, man. I think it's the interesting thing. Nah, yeah. I think they would have to do a bubble, man. I don't... Nah, I don't think they would have to because I, I think... Bro, I don't think they would have to. Ask but the I NFL. think I know, I know <laughs> I'm saying. Just like the NFL, they'll just have to accept the fact that, listen, you might be without a LeBron or KD for a game or two down the Oh, street, no. <laughs> That'd be, it'd be a week or two. We can talk about a game or two. Might be without him. Nah, might. Nah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what they're gonna do. A bubble. We'll get into that on Friday. But a bubble just seems like man, it's a lot. It's a lot. Oh, Eighty-two joy. games. That's a lot. But again, we'll see. It's the only choice. Since it's the only choice, I say there's always. Well, that's the only choice. You gotta stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. It's James Head every day. You can't. You can't play basketball <laughs> with, the, with all them people. 